0: Picture this, it's early 2020 and COVID is all anyone is talking about. Cities all over the world are at a standstill. Hospitals are at capacity. Airports are closed and offices are shutting down and sending all of their employees home to fight with their significant others about who gets the good home office set up. Tiffany, what were you doing in March, 2020? (laughs)
1: In March two thousand and twenty, I was trying to figure out how I was going to homeschool my kids or assist them through uh, remote schooling while working, having no sitter. So it was definitely an interesting time.
0: Yeah, I had just uh, was just in a new relationship, and so we were COVID quarantining together. For the first time after being long distance so that was also really interesting <laughs> interesting Definitely. situation for me i'm megan dezura i am an immigration attorney with ogletree deacons and i'm in the raleigh office and
1: with me today is tiffany coburn yes and i'm in the tampa office i'm an immigration attorney been practicing since 2012. awesome
0: so COVID is actually really relevant to what we're going to be talking today. In the midst of all this uncertainty, major questions were arising from everyone. And a major question for employers everywhere was how are we supposed to I 9 new employees if no one is coming to the office? Luckily, DHS and ICE they had an answer for us, and they acted pretty quickly. In March 2020, they released a press release explaining a temporary policy where employers could actually remotely inspect I-9 documents for employees. And these are employees that were hired but not actually coming into the office due to COVID procedures, which was most offices. Um, And this is different from the original I-9, Um, requirements where documents have to be uh, physically inspected by someone. So in its original press release, DHS was clear that once normal operations resumed, all remotely verified employees had to report in person for in-person document verification within three days of sort of starting normal procedures back and This policy was supposed to expire in May 2020. DHS and ICE, like all of us, thought that COVID certainly was not going to last as long as it did. They clearly had no idea how long this crisis would last. Um, The policy ended up being extended for over three years. So it finally just ended July 31st, 2023. So now we're getting to the second requirement which is in announcing the end of the policy, ICE now said that any employee that was remotely verified needed now to be i 9 in person by August 30th, 2023. So imagine the number of people companies hired remotely in these three entire three years of the pandemic, like thousands of people. And also people just started hiring workers like across the country because you could work anywhere. And so people were no longer thinking they had to commute to an office. And a lot of companies just went remote permanently and shut their offices down. So now employers like across the country were thinking, how are we going to complete in-person physical document inspections for thousands of people also within this really quick deadline? DHS announced in July that certain employers that used this remote inspection during this three-year period of COVID flexibility could actually use an alternative procedure for satisfying the physical examination requirements of I-9 documents. Tiffany, what is this alternative procedure that they established?
1: Thanks, Megan. I agree with you. Uh, DHS knowledge new workplace realities following the COVID-19 pandemic. Up to now, the process of I-9 employment eligibility verification had relied on in-person physical documentation examination. In July 2023, DHS announced that qualifying employers who meet certain requirements may choose a new alternative procedure, also called permanent virtual verification, in lieu of physically examining I-9 form documentation which was a requirement until the COVID-19 temporary flexibilities came into play in March 2020. Recall that the COVID-19 temporary flexibilities permitted remote uh, verification for remote employees. This option ended on July 31st, 2023. The alternative procedure, which permits permanent virtual verification of I-9 supporting documentation, began on August 1st 2023.
0: So you mentioned that there are certain requirements that employees have to meet in order to qualify to even use this alternative procedure. Can you flesh that out a little bit more and tell us what these uh, requirements are?
1: Sure. The alternative procedure is only available to qualified employers that are enrolled in e-Verify for all hiring sites in the United States for which they seek to use the alternative procedure have complied with all E-Verify requirements, including verifying the employment eligibility of newly hired employees in the United States, completed an E-Verify training concerning fraud awareness and anti-discrimination, and be in good standing in the E-Verify program. So I do have
0: some questions about these requirements, but first... I'm going to give a little background on E-Verify because so much of the employer's um, eligibility for this alternative procedure hinges on its participation in E-Verify. That's right. So backing up E-Verify, I'm sure many employers know what this is, but E-Verify is a web based system where employers can electronically confirm the employment Eligibility of their employers. If an employer hires someone, um, they, that person is completing their I-9, the employer can create a new case for the employee in e-Verify. The information provided to eVerify is then taken from the employee's Form I9 and electronically compared against both uh, Department of Homeland Security information and the Social Security Administration records. This then allows the employer to get uh, matches to see whether the I-9 information matches the essentially immigration information from DHS or any social security number information that the Social Security Administration has in their records. E-Verify participation is voluntary for a lot of employers. Other employers, though, might be required by state law or by federal regulation. Um, For example, federal contractors have specific requirements around E-Verify, and also there are a lot of state laws where employers with a certain number of people are also required to use E-Verify. Currently there are approximately 25 states that require at least some or all their employers to utilize E-Verify as long as these employers are in good standing with E-Verify, they may be eligible to use this alternative procedure. This also hinges on whether they're in good standing, so that means that the employer is enrolled in E-Verify at all hiring sites in the U.S. that will use the alternative procedure. It means they're compliant with all the requirements of the E-Verify program, And they continue to be a participant in good standing at any time during which the employer uses this alternative procedure. And something to keep in mind for employers that if they are not enrolled in E-Verify at all their hiring sites, meaning if, say, an employer has a um, headquarters, but then they have other offices that maybe aren't using E-Verify, That's okay if they're not gonna be using the alternative procedure. So it really um, hinges on which hiring sites are actually gonna try to use this alternative procedure. They need to be in good standing. Tiffany, can you talk a little bit more specifically about how employers can use this?
1: Sure, if the employer chooses to use the new alternative procedure, the employee's Form I-9 documents must be examined during a live video interaction with the employee. To complete the alternative procedures, an employer would ask the employee to send clear legible copies of the front and back of their I-9 supporting documents. DHS does not require specific transmission methods for sending copies of these documents. However, you may want to consider using a secure portal versus email due to personally identifiable information concerns. Then once you have the copies of the I-9 supporting documentation, you would conduct the live video interaction with the employee where you would examine the copies, the front and back of the documentation to ensure that it appears reasonably genuine and confirm that it reasonably relates to the employee. Finally, you would indicate on the I-9 form that the alternative procedure was used. On the new version of the I-9 form that was released on August 1st, 2023, you would simply check the alternative procedures box in section two, additional information fields. If you are updating the old form I-9, the addition is October 21st, 2019, you would write alternative procedure in Section 2 additional information fields, and you can only do that through October 31st, 2023. Also, the employer must retain all copies of this documentation as part of the I-9 record in order to be in compliance and also to be prepared in the event of an ICE I-9 audit or government investigation. Megan, can you tell us whether employers can use the new alternative procedure I just described to meet physical examination requirements for I-9s completed remotely during the COVID-19 temporary flexibility period?
0: Yeah, so qualified employers can use this process in lieu of the physical examination requirements um, if they previously virtually verified the documentation. So they can do this if they performed remote examination of an employee's documents during the validity period of these COVID-19 flexibilities. So that validity period was between March 20th, 2020 and July 31st, 2023. So they would also need to have been enrolled in eVerify at the time they completed the Form I-9 for that employee and they needed to have created a case in everify for that employee. Um, specifically, they should not be creating a new case at this point for that employee. The case had to already be created in everify. And then also I did want to point out um, there are questions surrounding this where if employers have to create have to retain the copies of the i9 documents if they're using this alternative procedure, but, What if they're not using this alternative procedure? Um, Do they have to keep all in person documents if they're just doing physical in person um, examination? Um, So it's important to note that this is a document retention like decision if you're doing the physical document examination. um, It just should be applied consistently. So for the alternative procedure, they do need to retain copies, but if you're not doing this alternative procedure, you should look at the actual E-Verify requirements for documents um, and what you need to keep for those um, and make sure you're applying it consistently. Once you have all this information, employers should establish a general policy for using this alternative procedure. So first off, employers should see whether they're actually eligible for this So look at the eligibility requirements. Um, If they aren't part of the verify, then that decision is pretty easy. You should be doing the physical examination of documents. Um, But they should decide if they want to use this alternative procedure and uh, think about how they would go about doing this. So they should think about, are they going to use this procedure for only remote employees? Are they going to use it for all employees at a hiring site or are they going to use it just company wide and again that could come down to if all the hiring sites are actually enrolled in e-verify because that may limit itself if you do have hiring sites that aren't using e-verify that would preclude you from using the alternative procedure at those sites So as always with any I-9 procedure, employees should also never unlawfully discriminate. So no decision on whether you want to use this alternative procedure versus physical examination. You should not be making this decision on any like protected characteristic of your employees. This should be applied consistently. And again, making this decision based on your business need and not on sort of characteristics of your employee. So once your overall plan for the alternative procedure use is decided, really it comes down to identifying the I-9 forms that were completed via the virtual methods under these COVID-19 flexibilities. So once you have all these forms, you have to create and implement a plan to complete the in-person physical inspections or use the alternative procedure by August 30th 2023 which i understand is is really coming up like tiffany spoke about implementing a plan would include having to meet virtually with all of these employees if that's something the business wouldn't be able to do then they may have to look to the physical inspections instead
1: that's right megan Um, And can you tell us a little bit about what an employer should do if an employee doesn't want to participate in the alternative procedure discussed?
0: Yeah, so qualified employers, they have the choice to use the alternative procedure or not. Um, And then also qualified employers may opt to use this procedure for remote employees only and not for employees who work on site. DHS has said that employees who are unable or unwilling to submit documentation for this alternative procedure, they must be permitted to submit documentation for physical examination. So essentially, an employee can opt out of this alternative procedure virtual inspection, but if they're doing that, they still have to um, do the physical examination of the document, so either way, They're going to get their documents examined, um, and the employer would have to allow for an employee not wanting to do the alternative procedure.
1: Thanks, Megan. We know this is a lot of information and a complicated process with high stakes. Be sure to tune in to the next part in the series, where we will continue to discuss these new I-9 policies and, and procedures. Thank you so much for listening.